This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air. Hello beautiful, welcome to Your Time to Shine, all things self-love, the show that brings you real conversations around self-love. My name is Celine from My Dawning Light and I am here to show you how you can love yourself right now no matter what's going on in your life and spoiler alert, it's so much easier than you think. Okay, you ready? Let's get right to it. Hi everyone and welcome to a new episode of Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. I am super excited that you're here. So welcome to this episode, welcome to this new conversation about all things self-love. So for today, I, well, actually I've, I've kind of decided or I'm thinking about talking about um, a specific, I don't even know how to say it, but a specific topic of self-love. <laughs> okay, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but I want to talk about, you know how we talked about in, in the last episode, we talked about anxiety and depression and self-love, right? And um, today I want us to talk about food slash um, weight issues slash self-love. So, and I want to do this for perhaps the rest of the year and we'll just tackle a specific topic, a specific topic. It could be like, um, well, we're going to talk about food today, but you know, there's so much to talk about when it comes to food. So we could talk about uh, sweet foods or fats or um, snacks, you know, fast food and self-love. We could talk about, uh, you know, the kind of men that you attract in your life. I used to have a client um, who used to um, like have these really nice boyfriends and like really handsome guys. Um, but then once, you know, she would break up with them or they would break up with her or whatever. And then they would turn into um, stalkers, you know, like that's something that we need to talk about. Uh, we could talk about, um, I don't know, the kind of jobs that you have, or we could talk about abundance as well. And um, so if you have a question when it comes to self-love and you feel that there's something repeating, a pattern that's repeating in your life and you don't really know how to get out of it, I would definitely recommend booking a session with me. But we could also have some sort of intro talk when it comes to yeah, food or you know, perhaps you always have the flu each year or something like that. And you know, you're very welcome to get in touch with me through social media or my website at mydawninglight.com as a, as always. And um and I'm happy to do a little bit of a riff for you on the podcast and I'm sure it's going to benefit a lot of people. And I had a lot of a lot of other examples in my mind this morning, but they all went <laughs> out of my ears, <laughs> out of my brain. <laughs> anyway, so today I wanted to talk about uh, food issues and uh, weight issues and self-love. So it's going to be a bit of a mix, I think. Um, but it's definitely something that I talk about a lot with my clients. Um, I do I do tend to have a lot of clients who have weight issues, um, you know, who have you know too much weight on and they want to release it. So um, I hope that it's going to be useful for you. So just first of all, I know that um, we're not face to face right now. And I'm really sorry about that, but I'd love to know how you're doing. And I want I would love to know, yeah, how you're feeling today and what you need. And perhaps, you know, you don't, you're not going to share this with me or you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, but I'd love for you to just take a second to acknowledge how it is that you're feeling right now and see what it is that you need for yourself. So um, just take a quick second to do that. Easy. You just loved yourself. Well done. Congratulations to you. (laughs) All right. Now let's dive into our topic. So first of all, I'd like for you to just take a second to think about 
where you're at in terms of your weight. Perhaps you have too much weight, perhaps you have too little, or perhaps you're quite happy, but you still don't really like your body, or perhaps you're really happy and then you don't need to listen to the rest of this podcast episode. But I just like to be, for you to just consider how you feel when you think about your weight. So usually, and you know, it's, it's not going to be very obvious to everyone listening to this, but usually there is some sort of issue or some sort of heaviness when we, when we think about our weight. You know, we have been conditioned or, um, you know, it is in our collective group consciousness, um, you know, the belief that, you know, we always have to change something about our bodies, right? We have to shave, we have to eat differently, we have to lose weight. Perhaps you're on a constant diet and you've been trying so many diets and you do really well for two or three weeks or months and then you go back down, <laughs> down the rabbit hole of eating snacks and too many sugary foods or something like that. And then you just go back on the diet. And, and this really brings, you know, this cycle of um, anger and resentment and shame and guilt. And I just wanted to share with you that I, I have been there I have been there I've never struggled with you know having too much weight on being I don't know how to say this but yeah being being too heavy anyway um but I have struggled with food you know myself and I used to struggle with you know anorexia and um you know just not I would just would not eat <laughs> and the other thing that I struggle with if you've been listening to the podcast you will know this or if you've been in my world for a while you'll know this as well but um I used to struggle with eating way too much chocolate which led to a lot of acne and skin issues and also you know liver and digestive issues as well because obviously you know my body was not designed to eat um you know a whole block of chocolate every night <laughs> which is what I used to do um I may have told you this story before, but um, I remember this one time I was living in this beautiful house in Brisbane, Australia, and I had the most wonderful flatmate. And one day we had friends over, uh, probably for a lunch or something, or just a cup of tea. And um, and my, my delightful flatmate said, hey, look what Celine has in the fridge. So she opened the door of the fridge and she showed everybody that I had something like 10 or 15 blocks of chocolate <laughs> waiting in the fridge because obviously you have to keep your chocolate in the fridge in Australia, otherwise it melts or you know something will start to eat it and it won't be you. So anyway, and everybody started to laugh and I felt really embarrassed. And I also felt that this was something really private that my flatmate shouldn't have shared. But, you know, at the time, I just wanted to hide something that I knew was a problem, right? And I didn't want my friends to know that I had this problem. And so many of our issues, I think, when it comes to a lack of self-love come from this sense of guilt, this sense of shame that we're not, that we have this problem and we're not really willing or even ready to talk about it. And we don't even really know how to tackle it, how to tackle that problem. Sorry. And the other thing that I'll say about this is that, um, like, it, it was a problem, and I knew that I had, you know, incredible skin issues, and I was seeing specialists at the time, and and it, nothing was really helping, and I was spending so much money on the student budget on that, and obviously, you know, the the answer was right, like in front of my in front of my eyes the whole time, right? It was stop eating chocolate, <laughs> stop eating processed sugar, and eventually my body healed, but it took it took years. Anyway. So, um, so now you have your, you know, a list of feelings that you have whenever you think about your weight. And I want you to notice the good feelings and the not so good feelings, you know, the heavy feelings and the light feelings. I prefer that terminology to bad and good feelings. Um, and I just want you to consider 
Perhaps the belief systems or the thoughts that are attached to those feelings. And I know that you've done this exercise so many times with me before. <laughs> and, uh, and you're like, oh, Celine, I know what's coming. But I want you to do it anyway, because this is the foundation of our practice of self-love, right? To just be aware of where we're at. You know, there's no like particular secret to self-love. You know, there's no like secret um, technique or methodology or I don't know. Self-love is not a secret, right? Self-love is not complicated. It's just about us being aware of where we're at and just finding that space to accept ourselves. Now, I want you to think about a time in your life when you had a body that you were not um, struggling with. So you could, you, you would, you might need to go as far back as you know when you were a child or just before you uh, became a teenager. Um, I know that you know when I was a teenager, that's when the problem started for me. I was pretty happy with my body before I started to to really hate my nose, um, and I thought I had um, I had the the nose of a pig, and I started to save for aesthetic um, surgery. Is that how you say it in say, say it in English? Um, um, aesthetic surgery. Oh, I, I I think there's another word, but I can't think of it right now. But I started to save for a nose a nose job, basically. <laughs> I know, and I was something like 13 or 14. <laughs> anyway, I never got it done in the end. In the end. Anyway, um, what were we saying? I can't remember. Oh my goodness, I started to go down a rant again and I forgot. So I think where we stopped is that um, we had to connect some thoughts and to the feelings that we had when it came to our weight. I think that's where we stopped. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where we stopped. <laughs> and I probably, I'm, I'm sure I said some very interesting things on the way. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. And then we went back to um, a time when we didn't have any issues with our bodies. And I just want you to, to think about that time when it all changed, when it all changed. And perhaps, you know, you started to listen to your girlfriends, girlfriends, your, your friends at school, and they were like talking about makeup or talking about changing style or talking about clothes suddenly or talking about boys. And you felt really uncomfortable about that conversation, right? You just felt that you were still a child and, you know, these things shouldn't really matter, right? And everybody perhaps started to talk about, you know, shaving legs and doing their eyebrows and dyeing hair or whatever, uh, you know, putting makeup on and, you know, having these like endless conversations that felt a bit pointless right <laughs> and also very endless <laughs> and I just want you to start thinking about that sort of click moment when it all changed for you and it could have been a gradual process and it's probably going to be like that for everyone here but I just want you to start thinking about that transition process that period when everything changed for you when it came to how you felt with your body now, your relationship with your body is fascinating. It's fascinating because when you look at who you are, how your body is, when you look at your aches and pains or the way that you look, the, the way that your skin feels, um, you know, the clothes that you wear, um, you know, everything that has to do with your body, obviously the foods that you eat and how you eat, when you eat, how you feel when you eat, how you feel after you finish eating, um, you know, how you feel when you go to the supermarket and you compare everybody else's trolley and you're like, oh my God, you know, I should really put a lot more vegetables in my trolley or something, <laughs> or I should grow my own food or whatever, or I should make my own cakes instead of buying, you know, pre-made, these pre-made packets, right? Anyway, I just want you to think about about all of that, right? And so your relationship with your body is such a good indicator of the status or the um, uh, the level, perhaps, the level of self-love that you have right now. You know, it's, it's a really good 
it's a really good and easy way and practical and obvious way because it's right in front of you, right? You can't avoid your body. <laughs> and it's, it's just a really good indicator of where you're at in your relationship with yourself is what I wanted to say. So I just want you to kind of just glimpse through all of these different aspects of your relationship with your body. So you, we're talking about food, we're talking about, you know, how you feel when you look at the mirror, we're talking about the clothes that you wear, the style, you know, do you wear clothes that are hiding your body or do you wear clothes instead that are showing way too much of your body, right? So, you know, how do you feel when you wear these clothes? Perhaps you're justifying this and you're like, yeah, I don't really feel unsafe. I don't, don't really feel safe when I wear, you know, a big, um, when there's a big, um, they call is that how you said it in, in, in English? It's a French word, by the way, you guys, and you stole it from us and I don't know how to pronounce it in English. <laughs> or, you know, I don't really feel safe with men and therefore I have to wear gray or black or dark blue clothes. And I, you know, if I have to wear or, you know, I, I want to wear some brighter co colors, for example, but, uh, but I can't because then I'll be visible and everybody will be looking at me and leering at me and pointing their finger at me in the street. <laughs> and, um, you know, think about the type of types of food that you eat. So perhaps, you know, you eat healthy 80% or 90% of the time. And then there's that, you know, 20 or 10% where you're like, ah, completely indulging. Or perhaps you're really good for a very long time or a certain amount of time, let's say two, three weeks. And then you just fall off the wagon and then you just indulge in so many sugary foods. And then, you know, it just takes ages for your body to recover from that. Um, you know, this is something that I do personally, just to be, you know, really honest with you. Um, you know, I have to remind you that it's never about getting it perfectly it's just about keeping on trying and you'll see that you know um, it's just so much easier when you just realize that you're never going to be perfect and it's just about you know keeping on going and doing the best that you can always I think that's a good good piece of advice for everyone here so um, what I wanted to say is that you know I'll be really good with my sugar-free diet for a very long time and I'll be really good and I'll be baking my own things and I'll be just really happy about where I'm at and my skin will be really clear and beautiful and I'll feel really good in my body I won't have you know this um, you know the sugar rush and then the crash afterwards um, I won't have any headaches I'll be really clear like I, I won't have any fogginess and then oh I'm having a bad day I'm gonna go to the bakery and I'm going to get that brownie <laughs> or I'm going to get a mocha with extra you know sugary chocolate um dusting on top or something and then I'll be off the wagon and then my friend will be offering me some chocolates and of course I'll say yes so that's the stage where I'm at right now I feel like I'm eating way too much chocolate and you know sweet things and I can feel that effect in my body and I feel again that guilt um, but I know that it's easy for me to get back on the wagon but you know it's so interesting to talk about that feeling of shame and guilt that we have right let's talk about that for a moment I just want you to pick something um that you're doing to yourself for yourself and you're feeling shame or guilt perhaps it's your job or perhaps it's something that you do as a mom and that you kind of you don't really want to do it but you're doing it anyway I don't know or perhaps it's that you know your house is never really tidy or perhaps it is that um, you're never confident at parties you know it could be anything and everything right that is something that I've often felt um, shame and guilt around actually I feel like I, I want to be an extrovert and I want to be the you know the heart and the fire of the party and I, I and I want to you know feel confident when I'm in a big group of people but I will never be that person no matter how hard I try I will never be that person I always be the person that you catch up with you know in a one-on-one -on -one date at the coffee shop I'll never be the heart of the party unfortunately anyway and no matter how hard I try <laughs> no matter how many parties I go to I'll, I'll just never be that person right I'll never be an extrovert it is what it is <laughs> but anyway so 
I want you to understand or perhaps just take a moment to see and feel that feeling of guilt or shame. And I just want you to perhaps close your eyes if it's safe for you to do do so right now if you're not driving (laughs) or cooking something or chopping something. Um, But if it's safe for you to do so, I just want you to think about that thing that you're feeling shame around and think or feel that shame, feel that guilt. Now, you will notice that it lives in a certain space in your body. Isn't that fascinating? Isn't that fascinating? I just, I'm just so fascinated by this. You know, your feelings have a shape and a vibration, as you know, but they feel a certain way. And, and then when you start to pay attention to it, you will feel the edges of the shame. And then you'll feel that, you know, that part of your body beyond that edge, that bubble of shame feels differently, right? I want you to notice if there's a color to your shame. It's okay if there's no color to it. I'm just kind of interested in, in what it is for you. And I'm just sort of asking you questions around this to help you understand what it is for you, okay? So don't worry if you don't have a, an answer to a specific question. But most of all, I want you to notice how it feels. It could feel like a dark gray cloud. It could feel like something really heavy. It could feel like emptiness in your stomach. This is something that I've had a lot myself. And I want you to feel the edges of it. The dimension of it. Perhaps it's something that's taken over your body or perhaps it's something that lives in your upper back, in a shoulder or in your stomach, in your liver. This is something that's going to be um, the case for, for, for the most of, most of us today, I think. Now, I want you to ask yourself a series of questions. Why do I feel ashamed? You know, who has taught me that shame is the appropriate response here? This is not something that you are doing naturally or, I mean, you are doing it unconsciously, but it's not something that you're, it's not in your nature to feel shame and guilt, okay? So who has taught you this or why have you accepted it? What are you getting out of that shame or guilt? Perhaps it's a motivator to keep on moving forward. That would be a very good answer. That's always my answer. <laughs> but there's something, you know, we can go even deeper than that. But for now, I can, I just want you to, to get an idea of the reasons why you have decided to feel guilty or ashamed. Because, you know, when we think about it, you know, let's say that you are, you know, you have too much weight on and you want to release it. Okay. So our usual response is to avoid the shame or the guilt and so by wanting to avoid the shame and the guilt we tend to indulge into too many too much sweets or too much fatty foods or too much um, too many snacks or fast foods right this is because when you eat those foods you get that sense of contentment right you get that sense that everything is okay you're indulging you know you've had a really hard day blah 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 right and so by eating those foods and you know there's so many different ways that you can avoid those feelings but this is going to be the main one for us today I think and obviously you will know if there's something else that you're doing that you should not be doing (laughs) Um, but that is bringing you that um, contentment and because we want to feel contentment and peace rather than shame and guilt right we know that we shouldn't be feeling this way we know that there's another way right and so the easy way out is to drink too much eat too much blah, blah 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 right and so our answer you know is to indulge in certain things that we know are not really good for us on a long-term basis. And we have that temporary sense of contentment. But then the guilt comes. 
And so that's when we realize, oh my goodness, you know, I've done this again. I've been eating, you know, two bags of chips and I feel so, I feel so gross and I feel that I'm not attractive and that my partner is not going to love me anymore. He's going to leave me and everything's going to fall apart. <laughs> and so that's when we're like, okay, you know, I'm going to sign up to the gym. <laughs> I'm going to start that diet. I'm going to work with a health coach. I'm going to, ah, you know, I'm going to love myself from now on. And so this self-love practice, and I'm going to put this into brackets, not brackets, but um. Oh, I don't know. It's not exactly a self-love practice for me. It's not a true or the highest self-love practice, perhaps. It's something that we do to avoid feeling bad about ourselves, right? And so we take all of these actions in order to avoid feeling bad about ourselves. And it works really well. And the world will encourage you. Oh my God, you've signed up to the gym. That's so good. Oh my God, you're going to be so slim and beautiful and sexy. And everybody's going to love you. You know, and oh my God, you know, you're eating so healthy right now. Oh my God, how are you doing this? Oh, you're so strong. And you're like, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> and you do this for a few weeks or a few months and then you fall off the wagon right <laughs> and you know what I think that this is this is not the highest and best way for you to go about loving yourself <laughs> because you know you take action in order to prove yourself that you're worthy of self-love if you don't do the action anymore then you're not worthy of self-love anymore right isn't that fascinating I mean isn't that so interesting how we kind of justify these things and we're like we're making these things right even though it's just not the right thing for us to do ever and so but what can I say I mean you know you do need to go to the gym perhaps or you do need to go and stop eating certain foods or you do need to stop spending time with certain kinds of people and you perhaps you do need to lose that weight perhaps it's, it's really a health issue for you and and I think that you know there's only so many times that you can take the easy way out and and start that diet and work yourself to the bone and go to the gym you know twice a day you know every day for the next six months and there is definitely some lessons in there in that practice of you know you know learning consistency learning determination learning courage learning how to take better care of your body those are some beautiful lessons in there but I think that the way you go about doing these things probably I don't know who you are. I'm just talking about some things that I have observed <laughs> in people around me and people that I have worked with in the past. But the way you go about it is completely wrong. And in that way, it's completely unsustainable. It's unsustainable. And I'm telling you this because I have done it. <laughs> I, I used to do that, you know, when I realized that, you know, I couldn't clear my skin. And the only thing that was left for me to try, I had tried everything under the sun. The last thing for me to try was to stop eating sugar. That was so hard. And I knew that I had to cook to quit cold turkey so stop eating processed sugars altogether and it was such a big part of my diet at the time it was so 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 difficult even though I am a motivated um, person and quite I'm quite hard on myself you know by nature and and I felt so bad about myself whenever I went back on the sugar right and whenever like I had to just you know invent those very elaborate techniques to um like I had to avoid you know walking like I had a very sorry I'll start again so I was living in Ireland at the time when I decided to stop eating sugar and I had my you know favorite supermarket that was close to my house and I had a very specific circuit you know I would go this way and then I would have to you know duck to a certain aisle to avoid you know the, the snack or the bakery section and then I would have to close my eyes if I went back the snacks or the chocolate or whatever and so I had this very specific circuit to sort of encourage me to buy more vegetables more uh, protein rather than you know the, the snacky stuff and anyway and I know you know whenever I fell off the wagon and it was more you know it happened more times than I care to admit 
Um, but I, I felt so resentful and so ashamed and that I wasn't strong enough. And I couldn't talk to, to this, you know, about this to anybody because nobody I felt would understand. Even though it wasn't true at the time, I was just telling myself because I felt so bad and I just didn't want anybody else to know. So, yeah. So what else is there to say? You know what I'm going to say. The key there is not so much to take all of these actions. I think they are necessary, perhaps, but not just yet. For you know, first things first, I want you to see if you can accept that feeling of shame and guilt. And when you stop resisting that shame, when you stop resisting that you know ball of dread and that gray cloud or that feeling of emptiness in your stomach, then you will see, you will find the answer. You will see that perhaps the journey is so much easier. But, you know, instead of, like, if you just, you know, try and avoid the shame and the guilt, you will be kind of, you know, taking all of these actions to try and change yourself. And again, the world will applaud you and encourage you and you'll feel so good about yourself. But you will do so and you will, it will almost feel like you're struggling against yourself. Like you will, you will punish your body, you know? You will, yeah, well, you will do this against yourself, like despite yourself is what I wanted to say. But if you can find the space to encourage it, to encourage yourself, to accept yourself anyway, no matter where you're at right now, no matter where you're at in your weight journey, no matter where you know, you know what kind of crap you eat, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, can you find it in yourself? Can you find the strength within yourself to accept yourself? And the answer is always going to be yes. You know, you might say, oh, no, I can't do this. You know, I'm not strong enough, blah, blah, blah. But you are. If I was able to do this, then so are you. So I want you to just stop making excuses and just see, what if I could accept myself right now? What would change then? And then you will perhaps go to the gym anyway, but it will feel so much better. So anyway, I have gone over time again. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I, oops. Ooh. Ah, there we go. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you got a lot from it. And I hope that you know how to accept yourself now. And I'm going to keep on talking about it because that's the only thing that truly matters, I think. <laughs> so let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if you would like me to talk about a specific aspect of self-love. And um, yeah, I'll see you next time. Bye. All right, beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me this week on Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. Make sure to visit my gorgeous website, mydawninglight.com, M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify and all the main podcast platform thingies so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you loved what you heard in this show, do share it with a friend or with your cat, your dog. Give the show a rating on iTunes, whatever. Post about it in your Insta stories. And if you're ready to love yourself but have no idea where to start, please feel free to DM me on Instagram and I'd love to have a chat with you. And be sure to tune in again in a couple of weeks for our next episode. In the meantime, I'm sending you so, so, so much love and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye! This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air.